holistically heal thyself. I am Jess Pfeffer, the founder of Jess Pfeffer Holistic Event Planning, and I'm excited to connect with those who inspire and offer the community experiences to connect. They'll share their journeys to the work that they do and leave you with tips, tools, and techniques for you to use in your own business or personal life. Today, I am chatting with Dr. Barkeen, founder and doctor of Udemonia Miami. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Jess. It's an honor to be here with you. Thank you so much. Well, I would love to get you to give us a brief introduction of who you are. And of course, first question I have is, what is Udemonia? Where did that word come from? Um, my name is Dr. Barkin, and um, I was originally trained in internal medicine. And um, after practicing um, as a general practitioner for over 15 years, um, I um, developed in my journey um, a passion for a more holistic approach to medicine. And um, several years ago, I started doing my certification on functional and holistic medicine. And then um, finally, um, as a way of combining Western and Eastern medicine and um, traditional and functional medicine, I decided um, to found um, Eudaimonia Miami. And uh, Eudaimonia is a Greek term that was used by Aristotle to define the highest human good, which is um, wellness of the mind, body, and spirit. So my mission in Eudaimonia is to empower my patients to find exactly that, their highest state of health. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, I'm so excited that I've been connected to you. We haven't met in person yet, um, as you are in Miami and I am in Atlanta. Um, but a, a friend here, a colleague here, introduced me to Valeria, who will also be on our podcast. And once we started chatting about women's wellness, holistic approach, and hormonal, she said, oh, you, you have to talk to Dr. Barkeen, and you know she'll probably want to chat with you and be a part of the retreat. I was like, oh, I can't wait. So um, I love these conversations because a big thing for me and my business and, and just my, I guess, my mission is to you know uh, open up our, our minds because a lot of the Western medicine is, it, it works. You know, I don't want to say too <laughs> negative about it, but we've gotten so stuck in this way that doctors go to med school, they get what, maybe a semester of nutrition, you know, just, uh -huh. it's just a very general thing. So I would love to hear from you. What was your path to becoming a doctor? Did you, since you were younger, did you always know you wanted to be a doctor and, and share a little bit about that? Yeah, pretty much. I always knew I wanted to be a doctor. I lost my mom at a very early age. And um, I uh, decided I was going to heal people. And that uh, became my, uh, my way of going in life and uh, my purpose and mission, my calling. Um, so I am very, very passionate about my career. And um, I, um, I was admitted at the University of Miami School of Medicine which was a great accomplishment because I had um, come from Cuba only four years before I entered medical school. So <laughs> that was a miracle in itself. And um, during my training as an internist, I developed a passion uh, for women's health. So I did what was called um, the women's health track. 
um, after graduating from residency, I had to move to a rural area in Kentucky. And I was really struck by the amount of obesity that I saw. Um, obesity combined with a lot of mental health disease. And um, I realized that the way I was practicing just, you know, giving pills to treat high cholesterol and diabetes and anxiety and depression was not getting to the root cause of why these patients became so obese and um, mentally uh, unwell. And um, I started uh, actually initially taking courses on how to treat obesity and mm -hmm. thinking about getting certified on obesity medicine. And then uh, one day I went to a conference about um, functional medicine. And I have never heard about that. And then I discovered that that was my true passion because I always believe in prevention. Um, and that's what functional medicine is about. It's about getting to the root cause um, of disease, but also understanding the patient as a whole from the mind, body, and spirit to also keep everybody at their highest state of health. So no waiting until you're sick to then do something and treat the chronic problem. So that's how my journey into functional medicine started. And then for years, I took courses and seminars until I decided to get um, certified through the Institute of Functional Medicine, which has been a great learning experience. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I would love to just piggyback on that. I, I've been reading a book, The Hormone Shift with Dr. Taz, um, mm -hmm. who's a local uh, doctor here. And she kind of breaks down about integrative medicine and functional medicine and, you know, being an MD as well. I find it so fascinating and, and super important for people to, to know the difference and also not necessarily to think, you know, and I'll use the Spanish word of like brujaria, you know, like this that kind mm -hmm. of a herbal mm -hmm. thing or that this woo-woo of, a, a, oh, I can just take this and that's enough. But it is a whole body thing. And I, I would love to hear in terms of, you know, your experience with functional medicine and just an example of what what that would look like, or, or rather, why is it so different than um, being an internist or regular Western medicine? Yeah, so for example, um, this summer, I had the opportunity to do my um, one of the modules for my functional medicine certification. It was called the hormone module, right? So um, I learned so much about how to treat women that are going through menopause, not just by giving them a hormone or not giving them to them, which is actually what has happened lately in the um, gynecological um, GYN community, um, that, uh, you know, hormones got a really bad reputation. And then we've been telling a lot of women we have flashes that we basically have nothing to do uh, in the, the uh, traditional Western medicine. So through my functional medicine approach, um, first, I learned about how we can treat have flashes through mindfulness, diet, acupuncture, yoga. So I learned about all these other like complementary medicine and alternative medicine techniques and tools that we could give to our patients that are going through um, hormonal changes. And then I also been learning a lot about nutraceuticals. And the good thing is that um, through the Functional Medicine Institute, I learned about the literature and the evidence-based medicine behind it. 
Because I think that the fear of some patients to use functional medicine is that they think there may not be evidence proving that these supplements work. So we have so many supplements that are um, healthy as far as that they would not increase the risk for breast cancer. Um, and we could use for women that are suffering through menopause. And, uh, and then the other um, thing that has been very enlightening in my approach um, to women with hormonal um, disbalance is doing salivary um, hormone testing. Because in traditional medicine, we usually just, you know, send the patient to the lab for a blood test, their estrogen, progesterone, FSH, LH, and we tell them, okay, you're in menopause, so you're not. Or you might be going through perimenopause. But in functional medicine, I, um, I have access to functional medicine labs and just checking salivary hormones, like checking um, four times your salivary cortisol and seeing the interaction of all these hormones. Um, so there is a panel that I order for my patients where I check their melatonin, their cortisol all throughout the day plus the female or reproductive hormones like estrogen and progesterone. And, uh, you know, the, the things that I have been able to elicit, like I had a patient that she couldn't lose weight and she was doing like all the healthy diet, exercise, and we discovered that right in the middle of the day, her cortisol goes up. That's why she cannot sleep at night and she cannot lose weight. So it's just so beautiful getting to the root cause of the problem and also um, learning about um, traumatic events that may have happened in childhood, may still be stored in our brain and causing symptoms and disease that we cannot explain physiologically through a lab result. So um, one of my passions is to treat mental health disease because um, I believe that uh, that's the root of, of a lot of diseases. And I do believe that stress is the disease of our generation. So, you know, focusing on mental health and uh, being open to mindfulness and teaching my patients how to do it. It's just been a magnificent experience. And uh, I'm so glad that I could do it at my new practice because I was not able to practice like that for the last 15 years of my career. Sure. Oh, thank you. I have a, a big smile on my face because I'm just like, <laughs> yes, like, thank you, universe, for introducing me to you. You are speaking my language. I'm like thinking of all the people in my life that I want them to go visit you because I'm too far away. Um, but yeah, that's a big component of it. And I, I definitely want to circle back to that is you know, and, and I, of course there's insurance and, you know, there's ways of uh, our resources sometimes hold us back. Right. And, mm -hmm. and as Western doctors, and I, I see this all the time, it's, it's very quick. It's like 10 minutes, right. You're in and out. And, and that's not enough to get, like you said, the root, the root can be, yeah, the childhood trauma. Um, one of my favorite books is the body keeps score and oh, you yeah. know, we're holding it, on to all this mm -hmm. and it comes up. Yeah. The blood mm -hmm. work's not going to show it. It's, like, no. it's not a band-aid, right? It's not just mm -hmm. the, oh, here, you know, take two Tylenols and, you know, call me in the morning, right? Like it, there's so much underlying and that's why I'm a 
firm believer in functional medicine and, and the holistic approach, right? That's my, my business is called holistic event planning. <laughs> it's the approach that yeah. we're looking at all the things because our bodies, and, and you could probably speak to this so much better, but our bodies are pretty, pretty intuitive and very, very smart, mm-hmm. right? We, we can, for the most part, heal ourselves if we have the right tools and, you know, right resources or, or thankfully people like you in this world to, to be our champions and to do the research. And you brought up a good point too, about understanding. And I'd love for you to talk about that because that comes up sometimes about uh, supplements and vitamins and how sometimes doctors or integrative functional doctors, they just say, here are supplements. And, mm-hmm. and what does that look like for your practice and your belief system? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that I always tell my patients is I tell them the power is within you because I, I think that one of the things that have happened with um, functional medicine and holistic medicine is that patients think that they have to, you know, take a bag of 10 supplements. And uh, I think like every extreme is not healthy. So whether we tend to uh, take every day 10 medicines prescribed by the doctors that we pick up at uh, Walgreens, or we take, take 10 supplements, none of the extremes are good. So we don't want to over-prescribe supplements either. So when I tell the patients the power is within you, is because I want to give them the tools so that they can learn how to heal from the inside out. Because I, I think that's where true healing and true wellness come from. So when it comes to um, supplements and nutraceuticals, first of all, we have to make sure that they're um, fabricated or manufactured by companies that have good manufacturing standards. So that's why supplements need to be prescribed also by physicians, because sometimes as patients, we just go to the, you know, the whole foods and we are like, okay, I'm just going to take this omega-3 and that omega-3 may not be good for you. (laughs) You know, it may increase your bad cholesterol and yeah, it may be good for your triglycerides, but it may have too much mercury. So number one, taking the right supplement that is clean. And number two, prescribing supplements based on lab results. So one of the things I do in my office is called a nutritional evaluation. So first I check all their minerals, their vitamins, their omega-3 to omega-6 index. And then based on those results, I decide what the patient needs because you don't want to overdose your patient on vitamins either. So all of this is very important. The same if if you're going to prescribe hormones, you need to check their levels. You need to see, you know, where the patient is going. And again, I see many supplements as a temporary thing until the patient gets in the right dietary plan. Not in the in the diet that is now in fashion, like let's just oh do the ketogenic diet and lose weight. No, diet has to be personalized the one that is good and healthy for you, not to do for a few months, but to live that way. So, you know, the supplements we take temporarily, we take the ones that we need. And what I need to empower my patients is to live a healthy life. And that comes from eating well, exercise and movement, and um, mindfulness and meditation. So that's, that's my approach. Um, to supplements and to how um, I practice um, holistic medicine. 
Thank you for sharing that. I'm already in my head like, oh, I'm going to Florida in, my, in March. I need, I need to make my appointment with you. Um, oh, I would love to for, meet you. Thank you for that information. It, and, you know, I know my dad listens to this, so he'll appreciate the shout out. But he sent me a picture of all his vitamins, which I know my mom intends well. But, yeah, she, like, got vitamin C from Costco. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. you can't just mm -hmm. go and get it. So we, we had the whole conversation. Like, all right, finish it now. I don't want to be wasteful. But when you're ready for new stuff, yeah, let's have this conversation. Let's do the proper research. Let's go to docs like you who are going to make sure that it's high quality. Because that's, again, going back to this overprescribed, you know, society mm -hmm. we live in. And, yeah, I 100% agree with you, doctor. It's like this extreme that, you know, between social media <laughs> and yeah, what's new and what's fat. And, and unfortunately we should be getting healthier with all this information, but I think it's doing the opposite. Sure. We might be living longer later than we used to when we were younger, or I'm sorry, before, you know, things have changed the hundreds of years ago, but that doesn't mean you're living better, right? You can live more. I think yeah, it's like the quality of the life. Quality. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think it said something about more, not more years to your life, but more lives, life to your years, right? Kind of aging okay. with this, because we're going to age one way or the other, right? It's just mm -hmm. aging in a different way. So, well, I could talk to you forever, but my next question for you <laughs> is, um, because a big component of wellness and as a doctor and I know a lot of doctors are, are usually not the healthiest, right? Because they're kind of living this lifestyle, whether it's, you know, over, uh, overworking or maybe not practicing what they preach. Um, I would love to hear from you. Do you have any self-care rituals or any daily routines that you do? I actually do. And I don't think I could be a physician um, and the mother of two children and keep a healthy marriage if I didn't um, take care of myself in a holistic way. So um, one of the big accomplishments I, that I've had in my life is starting a meditation practice. And uh, that has something that changed my life. And now I can prescribe it to my patients, not only as their physician, but as someone that has practiced meditation now for 10 years. So I started at a very uh, challenging time in my life when I was uh, the mother of a two-year-old, <laughs> the mother of a baby, <laughs> and a full-time physician at Baptist Hospital. Um, so at that time, um, God and the universe uh, brought meditation into my life. And um, a, a friend told me about it, and you know, and I decided to try it out. And um, my daughter is now 10 years, that baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so since then, I've been meditating. And uh, it, it's such an important part of my life. It, I don't think I could have been a physician through COVID and support my patients and help them and, my, and do homeschooling um, if it wasn't because of my meditation practice. And um, I have practiced almost all, all kind of meditations because I'm always open to a new one. <laughs> and I love it. And my, my family knows how important this is for me that even when we go on vacations, like they, uh, we get to the hotel and they're always like, oh, mommy, that, will, that could be a good place for you to meditate. Uh, like they're always so finding me, <laughs> you know, my corner for meditation. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then the other thing is my exercise. 
Um, I exercise almost every day of the week. I have to try to tell myself that I should rest more. And that's, you know, something that I'm working on. But um, I, I really get so much good energy and positivity from exercise. Um, you know, when they said that it increases your endorphin and serotonin, I can tell you, I experience that every day. Yeah, and uh, I exercise actually for very short periods of time, but I do it every day, <laughs> almost every day. Beautiful. So it sounds like you have some non-negotiables that even your family knows how important it is, right? I mean, oh, yes, yes. They yes, probably yes, see yes. the difference in you or, you know, we talk about, you know, filling up our own cup before you pour into others. So I'm That's sure your kids, like what a beautiful uh, role model to show them or to almost, I, I think of the joke, if you kind of have a, a mood going on, it's like, mommy, did you meditate today? You know, like, <laughs> do, you, do you get, cause that's almost like your vitamins, right? That's your way. Of, oh yes. They people. know, they know that's my medicine. That's yeah. Medicine. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing that. And to kind of go back to about hormones and, you know, I'm super excited that you are part of our upcoming retreat. Um, this May, May 3rd through the 5th at the Opal Grand Hotel in Delray Beach. You are our doctor, our physician, our functional medicine expert um, that will be on the panel and will be a part of the weekend. And I would love to hear just a little bit about, you know, when you say you learn more about hormones and I don't know, share with maybe just a tip or something that the audience can kind of reflect on um, when it comes to hormones. And that could be for perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, or or even before that, right? Our, our hormones can be all over the place even before we get into that transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, during that module that I did in August about um, uh, hormones, um, I learned a lot about um, our adrenal glands, for example, and um, how when uh, we've been under so much stress for such a long period of time, we can go into different stages of um, adrenal dysfunction where first we overproduce cortisol and we feel anxious and we have a lot of episodes of like palpitations and high anxiety and insomnia. But then that cortisol level starts coming down and then patients start feeling very fatigued. So um, it is important to understand uh, in what stage of that adrenal dysfunction your patients are at. And now I have tools not only I learn how to, you know, take a good um, history and learn from their symptoms what stage they may be on, but also I can do appropriate testing to prove, well, this patient is in this stage of adrenal fatigue, therefore I'm going to treat them with these specific adaptogens. And the reason I'm bringing the adrenal glands, for example, is because all our hormones are connected. So when we are seeing a patient that is having um, um, mood instability or irritability, and they may be just thinking that is because of perimenopause or because they skip their periods, you know, we have to be open-minded to think that it may not be all, you know, the estrogen's fault (laughs) that they're losing their estrogen, but that they may be a component um, of um, adrenal fatigue. And that's where they're feeling now so fatigued and tired themselves. And then incorporating um, also the role of insulin, which is another hormone, um, which now, you know, all these peptides are (laughs) very fashionable and 
everybody wants to lose weight by injecting Ozempic. But, um, you know, we need to get to the root of the problem. Why did that patient became insulin resistant? Let's check their insulin levels. Let's see why this patient had those unhealthy eating patterns before we just, you know, give them another hormone, uh, give them a peptide to try to put a band-aid on the real problem. So that's another hormone that I learned a lot about, the insulin and how. So interesting because some women, after many years of not having had flashes, they have had flashes again. And it's new, not due to any estrogen problem, it's due to elevated sugar levels. <laughs> so, so interesting. Our bodies are just mm-hmm. constantly talking to us. <laughs> and, yeah. and to, as you're saying that, I, I think you again, all this information, I'm like, ready for my nap. My, my adrenals are definitely uh, needing some love. Um, but, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for that beautiful insight. I'm sure your patients and everyone that, you know, meets you is just the wealth of knowledge that you give. And like I said, it's an honor to have been connected to you. Um, I look forward to seeing you hopefully sooner than later. And then of course our yeah. retreats. Um, if anyone in the audience wants to reach out to you, can you share either your Instagram or website or email? Um, yes. So my website is eudaimoniamiami.com, E-U-D-A-I-M-O-N-I-A, miami.com. And, uh, or you can just, you know, search Dr. Barkin, <laughs> since my name is not very common, you'll find my website right away. And um, in my website, I list um, all the services that I do. I do also um, obesity and weight loss medicine. But again, I do a, a holistic approach to weight loss. And, um, and I do a lot of mental health. And I love when my patients give me that space to understand their traumas and help them heal from the inside out. But uh, you mentioned several times that uh, our bodies are so wise. And uh, another phrase that I always have for my patient is, listen to your body. (laughs) Because, you know, sometimes patients tell me, oh, but I heard that I need to eat six times a day. And I I always want to skip breakfast. And I always tell them, listen to your body. (laughs) So listen to your body and the power is within you. And uh, find the joy. Because we cannot follow a diet that we don't like, and we cannot do exercise that we don't enjoy, and we cannot, you know, do a mindful practice that doesn't make you happy. So always helping my patients to find what gives them joy, um, because I think that will heal them also. Thank you so much. If you like this episode and you want to hear more like them, please subscribe, follow, and share with your community. Thank you again for joining us. Until next time, wishing you all good health, lots of love, and happiness. Ciao. Gracias. Thank you. Gracias.